0: That's BlueNile.com FM World 4 Sunday Night Live with Louise Tai FM
1: 104 4 is Sunday Night Live and every week we join an artist and ask them about the very first gig they ever went to and this week it's Pashi. hello how are you?
0: I'm very well I'm very well how are you?
1: I'm very good so what was the first gig you ever attended?
0: My first gig was um, it was Metallica up wow. in Dublin this is a long time ago and um, the lost prophets were supporting them. And uh, yeah, it, like I was only a teenager and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. That is um, very
1: cool though.
0: Yeah, I dyed my hair red, me and my friend did. And I went up on the train. This thing was my first time on a train as well. Wow. Um. But yeah, it was, yeah, happy, happy times. What
1: was it about that gig that has kind of stuck with you to this day?
0: Well, to be honest, it was more like back then, Like we took so much pride in having physical albums. So like me and all my friends were obsessed with Metallica. So we all had like all of their albums, the physical versions. And so we knew every song, like off by heart. So like we were up at the front moshing. So it was the first time I woke up the morning after, and my neck was Mm -hmm. broken from moshing. Bit of whiplash. I'm 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 a skinny dude. Like and I was up at the front moshing. So I my life was in absolute danger. Um, it was some crack. It was some crack. I'll never forget it.
1: Wow. So at that point, had you already been playing music yourself?
0: Oh, Christ, no, 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 I, no, not at no. all. But that Metallic were one of the bands that inspired me to pick up a guitar. Wow. Um, because uh, I picked up a guitar before, but I, I just put it down again. But yeah. the thing about rock and metal music is that once you learn how to do a bar chord on the guitar, you can almost do anything. Um, so they kind of encouraged me back into into guitar playing. So um, yeah.
1: Wow! Can you play anything by Metallica?
0: Oh well, I can not now. I can not now, but I, got, I was terrible back then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow! I love yeah, this. But... So then I suppose yeah, like I, when you got into if your... I'm at
0: home jamming, like if yeah. I'm at home jamming, like I'm just playing Metallica covers. So uh, yeah. Wow! <laughs>
1: Is there any are, are there any of those up online?
0: Oh Christ, no. No. Okay. No. No, and you're no. not gonna
1: ever break that out on stage at any point. <laughs> uh
0: you never, you never know. You never know. Like there's some gorgeous tunes. Like when you when you take away all the metalness, like yeah. there's actually some lovely, lovely lyrics in there. Um so yeah, you never know. You never know.
1: Wow. So then I suppose when you started gigging, what was the first gig you did yourself?
0: First gig I ever did. Um I had a band when I was like thirteen or fourteen. Uh-huh. And we played a fashion show, so the, uh, you do a 4 tier fashion show, and we were playing at like the halftime show, so it was such a big deal because everybody we knew was watching, mm-hmm. and we played okay. three covers and like three of our three of our own tunes. It was like Blink One Eight Two songs and a few more silly kind of punk rock tunes. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was that was our first one in the corner of the big hall in the school, um, and everybody thought we were rock stars for the night. It was amazing.
1: Of course you would. That's <laughs> daddy, though. And then obviously it spurred you on to want to get into professionally.
0: Yeah, yeah. We. Uh, well, the thing is, like, once you kind of start, you never you never know the point where it's like, oh, mm. no, I'm a professional. You kind of just stumble into it.
1: You, keep you just kind of keep, keep, graf- keep graft,
0: mm. keep kind of chancing your arm and keep grafting away. And then eventually it's like, so what's it like to be a professional musician? I'm like, <laughs> sorry, what? A professional musician? because I, I don't feel like a how do you say, a professional musician in terms because I don't have any theory I just kind of like I love writing songs and I love playing cover I love learning new songs but I, it's, yeah, I thought when people say professional musician to me I still feel like that's a bit of a push but um, obviously what I do is what I do but um, yeah look uh, that's that's what I need to deal with I guess
1: I find that so interesting though because you've had so much success like on your own but also as a band like it surprises me that you haven't kind of reached the point yet where you're like, I'm a professional now. <laughs> this is what I do for my living. I know, yeah.
0: I suppose I look at professional musicians and I think of like reading theory really well and mm. like orchestras being able to conduct and all that. Like that, that to me is like, well, then there's like obviously set like musicians that can like run up and down a fretboard flawlessly Um, where I'm more of like, I, can, I feel like I, obviously I, you know, I can sing well and I can, I can write songs, but... There's no huge technical mm. ability to yeah. it. It's just kind of a thing that I do. Um, so I still, yeah, I still, I suppose, I look at other people and think that they're like, uh, yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm an absolute chancer.
1: I find that so interesting. I find that so interesting. But obviously, you start off going to Metallica. So when you do your own gigs now, do any does any bits of that kind of spring up occasionally, or anything that springs <laughs> to mind that you, you've kept?
0: I suppose the energy that they bring to their shows is mm. something I'm mindful of because I'm mindful that a lot of my some of my tunes be quite mellow and kind of chilled out so I'm mindful that in my set it needs to pack a punch mm-hmm. um, so I've always kind of been mindful of that and keeping the energy flowing um, so maybe that's the the, the thing I, I kind of took with me
1: The Element and then obviously you are playing the Academy on the 18th of October
0: Yes 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 I can't wait for that show um, I really feel like the set is really coming, yeah. coming together mm-hmm. I, I did a did a tour last year where it was the first time I kind of brought these new songs to a stage and uh, a lot of these songs weren't really built up ready there was a lot of acoustic guitar songs just acoustic guitar and a vocal and now songs have been kind of through the mill and they're ready to be kind of yeah they've got an energy about them and more of a sureness about them um so yeah I'm really looking forward to the academy
1: yeah, your gig was my first gig back after All the Madness. My very first one. Yeah. It was unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it was, it was so nice to be back. And uh, yeah, Whelan's is a lovely place to kind of come back and, and do it all again. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed that show.
1: And you also have a brand new single out with Sinead White, Surrender.
0: Yes. Um, yeah, I wrote Surrender in the middle of lockdown with a couple of friends. And it was a, it was a song I wanted to release because... Um, I I I I usually tend to release like, like I don't know what the right word is, but like, like a radio hit or a banger, mm-hmm. you know, something with a pulse, something that would kind of, kind of engage with people on the radio. But this song was so much more the other way that I just had a, such a tenderness about it that I really wanted to show this side of of what I'm doing now. Yeah. Um, and to get and to get Sinead on board was such a treat. And her vocal in the chorus just kind of just brings the whole thing to life. And, uh, yeah, she's an absolute gem.
1: Do you find it hard to find a middle ground between what, what is considered a radio hit and kind of what you enjoy doing?
0: I do. Yeah, I absolutely mm-hmm. do. I absolutely do. There's a, like, I have a, I have a batch of tunes now where that I adore. And, um, it's almost like th- there's five or six songs that I feel like really fit together on a on a piece of work, mm-hmm. and then I have like these two these two radio hits on the other side, and it's like which one do I go with? <laughs> and my heart my my heart always says the one I love the most, and yeah. that's always the more the more tender song, and the more one has a bit more meaning behind it, but it won't necessarily garner a huge amount of radio attention, which kind of ultimately kind of perceives it as a failure of a record. But to me. I don't know. I feel like what I'm doing now. I feel like there's longevity in what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of I'm edging towards um, a more chilled out, more folky, um, but ultimately just just in something I love doing. You know,
1: to enjoy it really.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. kind of the bottom line. And uh, yeah, I suppose like like any other artist, you kind of have to be obsessed with what you're doing to kind of to kind of keep going. Because uh, yeah. It, like any musician will tell you it's, it's a slog it, it's yeah. an absolute slog um, but yeah we're just we're all tapped in the brain to keep going
1: <laughs> but you enjoy it so much like why would you give it up? <laughs>
0: Well that's the thing like yeah. well there's obviously there's obviously little things in, in between all mm-hmm. the all the beautiful things that kind of make it tough but like once you get on stage and you've got a song that people adore well then that's the payoff you know what I mean so that's why touring is so so important to us mm-hmm. and uh yeah the academy is something I uh, I can't I can't wait for
1: and there's still a couple of tickets left for it if anyone wants to head along
0: there is yeah there's a couple of tickets left so um So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be incredible.
1: It's going to be good. Thank you so much for taking the time out to chat to us.
0: Louise, you're such a star. Thanks a million.
1: Talk to you soon.
0: Long. FM World Force Sunday Night Live with Louise Tai. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary.